Okay, let's talk about candles for a minute. Do you know that almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years? It's insane. That's why I think it's really cool that Notes candles exist. They're working to eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel over and over again. It is super easy. The candles are made with fragranced wax beads, so all you do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar and fill it up with the wax beads and enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours. The Santal and Atlas Cedar scent is like this woodsy calming smell. It's so nice. And they have oat milk and balsam berry, vanilla and pepperwood, pistachio and rose water, and a total of 13 really great options to choose from. Be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Right now, notes is giving our friends 15% off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using the code that sounds fun. Just use that code that sounds fun when you're placing your order. That's that sounds fun at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Hi, friends. Welcome to another special episode of That Sounds Fun. Let's keep on going with that prayer q and I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm really happy to be here with you today. We have got a great show in store. I hope you're able to tune into Monday's episode, the first part of our prayer Q&A, along with the conversations we've had in our prayer series up to this point. Hearing from y'all about how much you love hearing from Pastor Pete Gregg and Pastor Doreen Gray and Voskamp Beth Redman, it has meant the world to me. I'm so thankful. And just like on those episodes, you'll get to hear some thoughts about prayer from a couple of my mini BFFs on this episode. Y'all buckle up. These are so sweet. Kids, man, can't beat them. So here are two of my mini BFFs, and then we'll get into the rest of the show. Okay. okay, so let's start. Will you tell me your name and how old you are? Um, my name is Cash and I'm seven and a half years old. You're seven and a half? Yes. That half is very important. <laughs> Cash, will you tell me, one of the things we're talking to a lot of our friends about today is prayer. Mm-hmm. Will you tell me about when you pray to God? At church. Oh, do you at church? Yeah. yeah. What kind of things do you say when you're praying at church? Um, we pray to God. Yeah. For our food drinks and people that don't even have a house or drinks or or no money or not even drinks. Oh wow. So you pray for people who might need some stuff like that yeah. they that they don't have. Have you ever prayed for something and God's you've been like help somebody get better and you've seen him do it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever pray for stuff for your family? Yeah. What do you pray for your family? Um my dog. Oh yeah, tell me the story. What do you pray for? Um my dog my family. Do you think your mom and dad pray for things? Yes. Yeah. Have you heard them pray before? Yes. What do they pray for? They pray for family, food, drinks, house, Yeah. and other stuff. Yeah. And I'm feeling like I want to give um, a person an apple and a bag of chips and two drinks. Oh, yeah. Like someone you see that looks like they need food and drink, maybe on the side of the road, or someone, where do you see them that you want to give them an apple and chips and drinks? On the side of the, of the road. Yeah. 
That's really sweet. That's really cool that you pray for God to take care of people. And then when you see them, you want to help too. Yeah. That's, you are the answer to your prayer. I feel like I want to give a person a credit card. You do? How will that help? Um, so they can buy things whenever they want. Yeah. Because credit cards has like infinity money in it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite thing about God? Um, that he heals people. Yeah. He does. He does hear people. You think he hears you when you pray? You think he hears me when I pray? Yeah. Yeah. He, he can hear us right now. He can. Yeah. Right. Good job, Cashy. You're the man. Round of applause for you. Yeah, Cash. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> He's the best. Go, dogs. <laughs> okay. okay, my friend Tessa. What are we going to talk about today? Pray. Prayer. That's exactly right. Do you like to pray? Yes. Yeah, will you tell me a little bit about what you say to God when you pray? Um, I, I say stuff about to be safe and to watch over and to, to say hello to people in heaven. Oh, yeah, you do. That's a really great thing to pray. Who do you say hello to? Who do you ask God to say hello to in heaven? Kate and Paisley. Yeah. Are those some of your friends? Yes. Yeah. What time of day do you usually pray? At night. At night, like before you go to bed? Yeah. Are you by yourself or are you with anybody else? Oh, with my mommy. <gasps> she prays too? Well, she listens and closes her eyes. Yeah. How do you know that God hears you? I can tell in my heart. Yeah, me too. Sometimes do you ever pray for your own body? No. No. When other people pray for your body to be healthy, you don't pray for your own body? I guess I do. <laughs> what is your favorite thing about praying? That we can tell God yeah. and everybody else. Yeah. What's your favorite thing about God? That he always keeps his promise no matter what unto me this world. Before we dive into today's conversation, I want to take a moment and share about one of our incredible partners. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all know that feeling when we consider ourselves stressed out, right? It's heart and mind racing, fight or flight instincts coming on strong, and our bodies tell us we are stressed in other ways too, like headaches, hello, and sleep troubles and more. Stress shows up in a ton of different ways. I know it does for me. Definitely dealing with headaches occasionally and cravings and falling asleep and our culture seems to shout, do more, sleep less, and get it all done. But what if we take a breath and remember that we need to take care of ourselves? Therapy is a great way to do that. Counseling's been a lifeline for me, and I think it could be for you as well. That's why I love partnering with BetterHelp. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and so you should give it a try and see if online therapy can help lower your stress. That sounds fun, friends. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash that sounds fun. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash that sounds fun. And now we get to continue with our prayer Q&A, which of course means Ashley is sitting here. Hi, Ash. Hi, Annie. Um, episode one of the prayer Q&A. How'd you feel? I mean, I'm blown away. I'm still processing, yeah. but I'm so grateful. Yeah. You know, I just, 
I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful for people who have walked a journey and are willing to lend a hand and pull the rest of us along with them. Yeah. And I know for our friends listening, both of these episodes run, our Q&As tend to run a little bit longer (laughs) than our normal shows, but there's a couple of reasons for that. It's easier to listen to in chunks. Right. And it's just a, it's a masterclass from these people. Right. Right. (laughs) Prayer. When else could we get these three, you know, brilliant hearts and minds around the table and to get them to pour into us. What a gift. Yeah, I'm so thankful. On this episode, we continue with Carlos Whitaker, Pastor Kevin Queen, and Beth Moore. But also, Ash, you and me are on this one. That's right. There's a couple of questions that were directed to us. So after we hear from our guests, you and I are going to answer a couple on this one as well. So we are going to jump right into this second episode. Now, you're not going to hear me introduce them. And so I'll just go ahead and tell you what order you're going to hear them in. It'll be Carlos is up first, and then Pastor Kevin, and then Beth Moore. Then Ashley Knight, you ready? We'll be after that. So let's finish up some of these questions from our friends about prayer. Okay, Alyssa. She asks, I feel like some people, this is a fascinating question. Some people have the quote magic formula to getting their prayers answered. And I don't, Mm. when my prayer isn't answered, I usually quit praying. How do you change your prayers or do you, do people have magic formulas? Is there a trick we don't know? I love that she called it a magic formula because doesn't it It feel like that? Mm -hmm. Doesn't it feel like that? It does to me. Um, You know. I'm glad it does to y'all too. No, it it does. You know, I, I think, um. I think we can get to the place sometimes, especially after the, a long bout of unanswered prayers, where we can look at somebody who has their prayer answered in two ways. Our church does these these things, I don't know, once every two months, where there's no sermon, it's just testimonies. Yeah. It's just, just testimonies. So it's just people telling testimonies over yep. and over. And I feel like when you're in the midst of, of a trial and you see somebody that gets up there and tells a testimony on God answering their prayer— that it can affect you either. You can look at it in two ways. One, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're answering their prayer and you haven't answered mine yet. Or, oh my gosh, mine's coming. Yeah, like, like it's right. so, so you can look at it from two different vantage points. Right. And so the, you know, the whole magic formula thing, you know, I, Jesus does teach us how to pray. He, he tells us how to do it. Yep. And so I, I just think we've got to keep going. And, you know, at, at some point, I think you will end up with that spark, with that thing, with that moment of like, he did it. There's a big prayer that yep. just got answered. We just can't, you know, that's why I love that you journal. I love to journal. Sometimes we just forget. We forget. Listen, I need you, you to know, I can't tell the whole thing on here, Okay, but I'm in the smack middle of a story uh-huh. that because I have things written on the wall from yes. 2020, I'm going, oh yes. my gosh. Yes. You had me pray that verse in 2020. I wrote it next to the person's name on the wall and Two years later, yep. you're bringing that up again? I only know. I mean, you I said never to known. someone this weekend, I feel like this is an insane Im- imagery. I feel like the Holy Spirit breathed hope into me this weekend, like from the bottom of my feet out my head Yes, over this one thing. Why? Because you wrote it down. Because I remember. And you remember. Yes. Because he's showing himself faithful in yes. a way I did not see two years yes. ago. So if you feel like the magic's missing, why don't you do this? Start writing down some of your yes, little prayers. Yes. Just start writing them down. Start writing and and start just looking back a month, looking yes, back a few weeks. Yes. And I think you're going to quickly realize, 
I got the magic too. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. So I meant to say this to Johnny at lunch, but today we're celebrating Johnny's birthday and we always pray for Happy each other birthday, on people's Johnny. birthday. He turned 30, new decade. Let's go. And some of the things he was asking, I thought he needs to write down right now mm. where they are. So talk about praying the promise and not the problem, because I want Johnny to write down all the problems. Yeah. And then have us pray into the promise, because yes. we said in a year, we're going to look back. Absolutely. So so tell us how to pray. I mean, you have a sweatshirt that we can get. You have a lot of merch. Where do we get <laughs> the merch? ShopCarlosWhitaker.com. What is it? I mean, sure. You could type that in and see if you can find it. <laughs> but that is what you tell us. Pray the promise, yes. not the problem. And, and again, I, I tell th- this really came for me out of my season of anxiety and depression when I, for so long, spent, you know, 10 years of my life praying the problem of my anxiety. I was stricken, Annie, and you know, you were with me in those seasons where, I mean, I was so panic-induced and I was on, you know, all the doing all the things I knew how to do, right? The medicine, the psychologist, the doctors, the yeah. exercise, the food, all the things. Mm-hmm. But the whole time my prayers were, God, I'm so anxious. I'm so worried. I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so depressed. I'm so stressed. I'm so all these things. And then when I started looking at just the way Jesus was teaching us to pray and the way he prayed in the, in the gospels, I was like, this is not how he was praying. Yes. So what if I switched it to start praying like he was praying and praying the promises? Well, what are the promises? Okay. These are the promises. I am not anxious. What am I? I am a son of God. I am the body of Christ and Satan has no power over me. For I have overcome him with good. I am of Christ and have overcome him. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I will fear no evil for you are with me, Lord. Your word and your spirit, they come from me. I am far from oppression. Fear will not come near me. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. What am I doing? I'm praying the promises as opposed to I am anxious. No. Guess what? I may be in a season of anxiety. I will say that. Lord, can you help me through this season of anxiety? But yeah. what I won't say anymore is I am. I am. Yes. Why? Yes. Yes. Because yes. I that's not what I am. That's right. not who I am. Right. Let me tell you what I am. And I start declaring these promises and bam. You know what's beginning to happen to me? My anxiety began to shift and leave and decrease. And literally, this is not a fable or like some sermon where I'm trying to make things more hype than they really are. I literally, in a day of beginning to shift my prayer, went from like taking 10 milligrams of Paxil a day to not taking any more. Like it's been six years since I've shifted everything and the anxiety has left. And so like, I know that was specifically because I was declaring the promises of God over my life. So that's how you do it. Write down the lies and then, man, what a great way to get into the word. Okay. What does the word say about these lies, about these statements, these I am statements that are lies? Go find the truth. Yes. Find the truths. And just how you pray the promises, you just read them. Yeah. Just just you don't have to memorize them. You will memorize them the yeah, more you say right. them. That's right. You know, but th- there's actually a little, a little pamphlet that I used to carry around in my back pocket because yeah. I needed it so desperately. Uh, I was called uh, "God's Creative Powers in You" by Charles C. Caps. Okay. And it's, can we still get it? You can still get it. It's a okay, dollar we'll ninety nine on Amazon. Great. We'll okay, so it. it's a little thing. Car- Charles Caps. I think he died in nineteen seventies. Oh, um, dead and, guys. Yep, about dead prayer. guys. Yeah, I love it. And it's you know it's it feels so. I think it feels so fluffy when you, it's like, the you know, I mean, the way he, he wrote it in his, you know, super Pentecostal ways, he's like, you know, pray the promises over your life, you know, yeah. and like, you know, make sure that the seeds you're planting or whatever. I mean, I don't even know if he was country or right. not, but that's how I read it. When I read it. <laughs> but but he, what he does is he he's like, he, he talks about how you should be praying the promises like you're taking your vitamins every day. Yes. So he's like, take, if you're worried about life, 
pray these scriptures three times a day until you yes. feel better. Yes. If you if you need more finances, pray these promises in your life. And so I used to re- I used to take that out of my pocket every day, multiple times a day, to pray the promises. But that was very helpful yeah. for me. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Okay, Courtney says. Well, so let me tell you this: we have a handful of people want to get married, want mm. to have babies, yeah, want new jobs, and yes. they are not getting what they want. Yeah. And so Courtney's question is, is it okay to ask for the same thing multiple times? Yes. I mean, yeah. I, I, I think if, if we go to the Psalms and we look at David, I mean, he was, he was petitioning for the same thing over and over and over and over. And he would even, he, he was like super bipolar in his, in his <laughs> yes. prayer. I mean, honestly, yes. like, like he probably could have been diagnosed as that if you look at the way he prayed, right? Yeah, and so he yeah. would he would pray one thing, he would pray that thing that he desired, yep. and, and he would pray it like in a victorious way. Then the next day, he was praying it in a defeated way. Then the next day, he was praying it in a victorious. Yes. And then, I don't know if it was days, but definitely chapters apart, yes. you would see it kind of go up and forth. And so, yeah, I mean, I think the simple answer is pray, every, pray the same thing yeah. every day. I do. This is Lindsay. When you have seen the opposite of what you felt like God was saying mm. to you happen. When you see the opposite of what you felt like you were praying or what God said he was going to do has happened, uh-huh. how do you get past the offense or doubt that builds up in your heart? Man, that has happened Ooh, yeah. to me. Yeah, same? Yeah. I, I just, I, I can't have come off of Easter weekend without sitting with Jesus in the garden praying if this <laughs> cup can pass, like, yeah. could it pass? Right. Like, right. like, knowing how how torturous what he was walking into was going to be. Yeah. Like he was willing to ask. Yeah. And I, I love that about him. I love seeing his humanity in that moment. And I also love learning from him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that I, that I want my next breath to be. Yeah. Like when I ask, oh. yeah, that's okay, good. but not like get me to the place where yeah. it's not what I want, but what, yeah. but, and sometimes I, I mean, I find myself praying, God help me w- Help me want to want what you want. Sometimes uh-huh. I have to back it even further up. Like, help me want to yeah. want yeah. to want what you want. Like, yes. I, because it's just where I am and it's honest, but Jesus did it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Jesus did it. And, you know, as you're talking about that, just about the Easter story, and you think of, you know, going back to the question that we were just asked, you think of the disciples, his best friends. Right. Who Jesus said, "Hey, listen, I'm I'm gonna be back, so yeah. just hang out together." No, it it didn't take but a second for the second he is is crucified for them to scatter. Yeah, like they scattered in yeah. doubts. Like if if his best friends on planet Earth doubted right. him, yes, uh, our humanity is. I mean, we are not Jesus. Like we we are constantly gonna have to like invoke his divinity through us in order to really mm-hmm. believe mm-hmm. that what he has for us is good mm-hmm. and. Uh, and I know it's hard, but we just have to keep at it. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the questions. Lisa asked, why is prayer so hard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think I think prayer isn't hard. Maybe maybe the belief in prayer wow. is what's hard. Wow. You know, may, maybe maybe it is believing that God is good and really wants, you know, uh, the best for us. Maybe it's really believing that that he does hear us. Maybe, I, I think that that's really what it is, you know, for, you know, for me, it, sometimes it takes as fickle of a heart as I have. It takes me going like, you know what? I don't believe anything I'm saying. I don't even believe God. I don't, I don't believe God is hearing a word I'm saying. You know what I got to do? 
What's what's the worship song that gives me goosebumps right now? Like what what mm. what is it? I'm gonna go put that on because when I when, for some reason when I hear that melody when Brandon Lake sings when it. Brandon Lake sings it <laughs> I, believe I believe it, it you know and so and so I'm gonna play that as I as I pray yes there, even something as simple as that yes. makes prayer easier yes I I think you know doing that and so like I've got my I do it every morning I do my daily prayer I ask God what I should read and then I I put on. Uh, the upper room worship of version of this is how I fight my battles because yeah. they've got a, a verse in there that helps my unbelief that yes. helps me when yes. prayer is hard that says there's a table that you've prepared for me mm-hmm. in the presence of my enemies and my weapons are praise and thanksgiving this is how I fight my battles boom yes. then they go in the yes. course and I'm like oh geez when when, I, when they sing that <laughs> I'm go. like I'm like hyped <laughs> I'm like go and so like sometimes it takes others sometimes yeah. it takes people that that maybe believe sometimes it takes someone else's belief yes. right when we were in the hospital it was one of the hardest days. It was three weeks in, cancer had been taken off the table, and then suddenly cancer came back on the table. They're like, listen, we thought it wasn't, but maybe now it is again. It was one of the darkest days for us. Mm-hmm. And Rob Sintel, a, yeah. good, a good friend of ours, he walks in there, and Heather and I are both bawling on the, on the sofa, and he goes, hey, you don't, you don't even have to believe today because I'm going to believe for you. Wow. And, and when he said that, I was like, that, there it is. I didn't even have the strength to believe in my prayer life in that yes. moment. Guess what? Rob was going to do it for me. Yes. And so sometimes it just takes surrounding us ourselves with men or melodies that can help us. Men you know. or melodies. Yeah. And you just mean human. Not well, just well, men. Yes, yes, yes. Well, men's or melodies. <laughs> but men or yeah. melodies yeah. is a really interesting yeah. concept. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. beautiful. Okay. Parker. Back in August of 2021, her best friend lost her dad to COVID. Mm. She said, we, along with so many others, along with so many others, prayed that the Lord would miraculously heal him, and instead he went to heaven. I have had a hard time with my prayer life after this, which I totally get. So her sweet question is, what are some tangible ways that she can get back in the game? Mm. I think tangibly, first thing, your prayer doesn't have to, your prayers don't have to go from 100% believing in God to answer the prayer of your father to your prayer not being answered to you coming back and just being like, God, you're amazing. I just thank you. Like, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I need, I need, I need people to understand that. Like, God isn't scared of our, of our fury and our anger mm-hmm. and our rage that we feel as humans when something doesn't go the way we are. So I would simply say, Start yelling, start yeah. start being start being angry in your prayers. Start th- that there's nothing we can say to God that is going mm-hmm. to make Him care any less or love us any less. And I, He will He can help us work through all those things. So I would just say the first thing to start going back is just even if it's just two words that you would never repeat to someone else in public yeah. that you need to say. God's like, just say it to me, please. Just talk yes. to me. Yes. Just talk to me. Just start. Just. Start and slowly, you know, get back there because nothing anyone's going to say is going to make you feel better about That's losing right. your father. That's right. There's nothing about anything. There, there's there's no good in that. There isn't. There isn't right. like, oh, just wait. Maybe in five years you're going to. No, it's all bad. It's just bad. We are broken. We live in a broken world. Death is coming for all of us. Yes. And, and that is something that we weren't designed to experience. Oh, that's God, what I say every time. I'm like, it wasn't yeah, supposed to be like this. It wasn't this. supposed to be like this. The reason this. you feel like it wasn't supposed to be like this it's is because it wasn't not. supposed to be like this. Yeah. And so, and so, you know, it's, it's, a, th- that will, ne- we will never be able to wrap a bow around that. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so just start talking back to God, even if it's in a way that you feel like maybe he doesn't want to hear. Yeah. So 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think about the the idea of <laughs> why do I? I feel like I have to talk to you about this a lot for me, not mm-hmm. for you. The that idea of we don't feel our way into an action, we act our way yeah. into a yeah. feeling. That there are plenty of times I don't feel like praying, mm-hmm. and the the rhythm of it is okay. But I have the place I go mm-hmm. every morning, and mm-hmm. I, I have the spot I sit, and I have the journal I open. Yep, and. And, and asking for tangible things, you know, it, sometimes like I don't I, I don't love a formulaic prayer guide, but sometimes it's for me, it's I'm, I'm going to find a prayer in scripture and read that as a prayer from my life today. Yeah. yeah. Or, yeah. you know, I, I, from my good old youth group days, there was a what was it? Acts, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, yes. supplication. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. That little acronym that, that like, again, like, I, I'm not going to formulize anybody's prayer life, but like, if you need it, use it. Yeah. You yeah. know? And, and so if I can just write down one reason I adore God, yes. one thing I need to confess, one thing I'm thankful for, and one, one thing, thing I'm asking yes. for, yeah. okay, done. Yeah. And, and one thing that, that youth group gave us that was positive from the 90s, you know, like, let's just, yes. I love that. I just, you know, I, I heard that and I was like, you know what? There are some little things yes, that I, that, that, that that I got yeah. out of yeah, that, man. Too. That's so good. There were so many of those little things that I think are so helpful yeah. to us, right. like yeah. to just to give us handles well, it's when, not, when we feel like we don't have them. It's not unlike a moment of sitting down with friends and be like, we have these conversation cards. Let's read through a few questions and just answer yeah. them. You know, like having something to start things off yeah. is sometimes a little yeah. handy. Before I say my next comment, I want to say a baseline truth. that God is all good and kind, mm-hmm. and we are the ones that are flawed. Mm-hmm. Comma, when anybody breaks your trust, you are slow to come back yeah. and ask them for big things again or to trust yeah, them in big certainly. ways again. In a situation where it feels like God has broken your trust, uh-huh. which I have, I mean, I have said to him, yeah. I thought we understood each other better right, than this. Right, right, I mean, I have, yeah. I have yeah. felt like God has broken my trust yeah. in times. If that is a human, you are slow to go back. Yep. You do not ask big things at first. Uh-huh. You watch them prove that they are, that they can be trusted. Yeah. And then it progresses. Mm-hmm. That's what I have to do with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah is go like, okay, I, I mean, I, again, this weekend was such a, this weekend, having that moment of God circling back a two-year-old prayer is after about seven weeks of me being like, hey, I can't even talk to you about this yeah, because I'm not sure where we are. yeah, And so I'm going to talk to you about other things, but this I'm not going to talk to you about. So just, just quick, yeah. quick sticky note. <laughs> yep. I'm not talking about this. And so I think there, I think Calling it what it is that you feel like God's broken your trust or uh-huh. broken your heart, or That's good. and then letting that guide. If it was a flawed person, how uh-huh. would you respond? Uh-huh. Luckily, this is not a flawed person; right. it's God. Right. right. But you can also say you broke my trust. Absolutely. I think Absolutely that matters. Carlos, finish us out like this. Tell us why we should pray. Hmm. You should pray because you have access to the God that makes the earth spin and float. And the creator of like the universe and uh, like all of these, we literally have access to him. We have the blood of his, of, of, of his son and him coursing through our veins. Like we are a millimeter away from experience this, seeing the supernatural on a daily basis. Yes. And, and I feel like when we pray every day for little things, 
we are going to our we are going to begin to realize that we are literally living in a lifetime of a million prayers answered every yeah. single day, just yeah. just over and over. And so, like, you know, there's an exhale. I think when we pray that a lot of us don't know that we've been holding our breath for a yes. long time. Yes. Mm-hmm. And when you finally get into the rhythm of praying, you're going to, I mean, you, you know, when you hold your breath for a long time and you, you play the tunnel game when you're a little kid or whatever, yeah. and you go through the yeah. tunnels at the end, like that, I tell people all the time, that feeling of like, of that uh-huh. exhale, when you start praying, you're going to realize that you have, that you've been holding your breath. You didn't yes. even know you were. Yes. So pray because of that. Yes. Pray knowing that you're going to be able to breathe again. And, and that you are going to experience miracles like you've never experienced before. Yeah. I mean, really, just trust me. Just do it. You yes. know, start at it and and start asking God for mm-hmm. big things. Mm-hmm. Just just and little things. Just do it every day, every day. Ask him, ask him, ask him. He's not scared. That's beautiful. And the idea that it is a discipline, a spiritual discipline, just like all the others that we love talking about, that yeah. the more you do it. Yep the more you do it. Yes, yes. So, so your muscles will get stronger. Of course it's hard because so is lifting weights. Yep. And so is fasting. Yep. And so is generosity. Yep. And so all these disciplines that strengthen our spiritual muscles are going to feel hard yes. because you are getting stronger. Yes. Right? So don't give up. Do not give up. Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation real quick to share about one of our incredible partners, Indeed. I don't know if it's this way where y'all are like it is where I live, but I suspect it might be. The real estate market is wild. And so is the job market. So many places are looking for great hires and so many people are searching for the right spot for their next employment opportunity. That should make things easier, but right now hiring is a challenge. It's time for a hiring partner that can help you rise to that challenge. That is Indeed. Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Finding great talent doesn't have to be a second job. You can hire faster and better with Indeed. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process. You find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. Plus, you only pay for quality applications that meet your must-have requirements. We get asked pretty regularly whether or not we're hiring. That is a huge compliment. Thank you for asking. And while we aren't currently, my answer is always, literally, I put it on Instagram. Instagram today. When we have an opening, it'll be on Indeed. The team members we found through Indeed are seriously awesome. Indeed just makes it easy to hire great talent. According to Comscore, Indeed is the number one job site worldwide. And Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest in 2019. So join more than 3 million businesses worldwide, including mine, that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sounds fun. Offer is valid through April 30th. So go to Indeed.com slash sounds fun to claim your $75 credit before April 30th. Indeed.com slash sounds fun. Terms and conditions apply. But if you need to hire, you need Indeed. And I've got one more amazing partner to tell you about, Curology. Curology is a teledermatology company that pairs members with a medical provider who is trained in dermatology. And through the power of the internet, they help you move 
forward in your skincare journey without ever having to leave your house. They know that living a full life is more about the journey than the destination and that celebrating the simple wins and sweet surprises along the way helps us stay grateful and focused on the positive. It's why even though changes in our skin don't happen overnight, Careology can help with realistic goals that actually help you achieve clearer looking skin. When I started using Curology a little over a year ago after hearing about it on a podcast ad, I couldn't believe that just answering a few questions and sending in a couple of selfies could lead to an amazing personalized prescription product being delivered straight to my door. In fact, I got an email today that it is on its way. My cream helped me address some skin tone and texture issues I was dealing with, and I've been amazed at how well it worked. Curology is game-changing custom skincare made for you by a dermatology provider. They'll create a custom prescription cream for your specific goals, whether that's tackling acne or clogged pores, skin texture, dark spots, fine lines, or something else. You start by taking a short little online skin quiz. We love quizzes. And you upload some photos. And if it's a good fit, they'll ship you your formula right to your door. It even has your name on the bottle. It's so cool, you guys. I love the confidence that comes with feeling comfortable in your own skin. And I love that Curology offers a free trial so you can try it out risk-free. You just pay $5 for shipping and handling. And y'all know I love a surprise. So getting the bonus cleanser, moisturizer, and a little spot treatment patches with my free trial was the icing on the cake. It's everything you need for a solid skincare routine in one convenient box. Get started with Curology, just like I did with a 30-day free trial at Curology.com slash that sounds fun. Just pay $5 for shipping and handling. That's C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y dot com slash that sounds fun to start your free 30-day trial. Cancel any time. Prescription is subject to consultation. And now back to answering your questions about prayer. One of our friends asked, what have you learned that prayer is not? Hmm. That prayer is not an escape from reality, but prayer is um, the deepest place of reality. Wow. That it's not how I escape from my life, it's how I enter into life. Wow. Yes. Because often we think prayer will get me out of this. Right. Yeah. And that's not... That's not what prayer is for. No, it's to enter into the mm-hmm. cosmic reality, the eternal reality, yeah. right? And so yeah. I take my temporary situations and I bring them into what is eternally true, yeah. into his kingdom, his yeah. rule, his reign, his presence, his power. Yeah. And uh, and so it's not me escaping from this world. Yes. It's me entering into to what is real and what is most, mm-hmm. most true and what's forever true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And true or false or scale this or something. Okay. Prayer is not fast. No. Not often, right? No. I mean, very, in my experience, very rarely is it suddenly. Right. But there are suddenlies. There are suddenlies. And whenever the prayer gets answered, you feel and, suddenly. And oftentimes, the suddenlies seem to happen when I pray for other people. Oh, Right? So when we pray for other people, when we intercede, you know, there's that moment when somebody's like, hey, would you pray for me? Uh-huh. And you pray for them, and then the thing happens. Like, it's almost like... It's infuriating. It is. It's like God gives us a blank check for For other people, for other people. Yes, yes. I need you to know I confessed this to my mentor maybe a month ago where I said, my prayer partner and I have been praying together the same direction, and she's gotten everything, and Mm. I've gotten none of it. Mm. I mean, Kevin, she's gotten everything Mm. we've asked the Lord to do. And it is a blank check for her. And it has been, it is awesome to watch. I mean, I'm talking 
house money. I mean, you, you would not believe how the Lord has poured out on her life. And we have prayed together and I've got none of the things we've asked for. And so you're right. There's something about like, you know, God answers prayers if you let it be for other people. Hmm. What are you feeling right now? Oh, it just is. It's hard. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm feeling. Yeah. And I, yeah, it, I mean, it is. And you also don't want to be sad because you want to be like, but my friend's getting everything. I'm, I'm thrilled for my friend. She's not getting anything God has for me. Hmm. She's, it's not a, it is just, it has been a wild journey to dig in and pray so hard for the two, the things we both need and want and to see God just answer all of it. I mean, mm. not one, he has not left one request on the table. Mm. And that means you're like an Elijah because Elijah prayed for rain and it happened. <laughs> well, and I, but I think part of that, she, like, she's blessed to have a friend like you well, who would, who would pray with her and intercede for her. Yeah. And that doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't make it any easier. Sure. But to know, like, God loves to use you, and, and he loves to use your prayers. And I think, I think to part, part of what it means to, to partner with God, because really that's what we're doing. Yes. We're partnering yes. with God, and that's what praying with other people. You know, I think a lot of people struggle with, okay, how do I, how do I pray for other people? There's a long oh, man, list. So There's many so many people in this world. How do you pray for other people? How do you make space for it? Yeah. I think you're living it. Wow. I, think you, I, think we do, I, I think we do that um, as the moments arise with, with other people. Yeah. And some of it's planned. Like we have a standard person that we yeah. meet with and pray. And some of it's spontaneous where somebody's like, hey, I'm struggling with this. And where our default would be, would response would be, hey, let's, let's bring this to God together. Yeah. And that just, that takes time. And it takes courage, right? To step yeah. out and to step into those moments. But I think that's, that's really when we see some of those suddenlies. Yeah. Right. That's what, I mean, so many of our friends are asking, how do I find time to pray for everyone in the churches mm-hmm. and the world? And I have so many things I want to pray for. How do I make time for all that? And other people saying, how do I keep up with every, I've told these people, I've told my whole Sunday school class, I pray for them. Right. I pray for every kid I teach in my classroom. I pray for every patient that I'm a doctor for. Like, how do we keep up with everything we said we'd pray for? Yeah. I'd just stop saying that you'll pray for all those things. And just pray for <laughs> Yeah. Quit, quit making promises. I, you know, I, oftentimes if somebody asks for prayer, rather than saying, I'll pray for you, I, I try to pray right then. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a long prayer. It doesn't yeah. have to be a profound prayer. You don't have to impress anybody. Like, remember, we're having a conversation. It's a conversation with God, and he knows right. our hearts. But try to enter into that moment of prayer rather than making a lot of commitments that yeah. that really we feel burdened, like yes. we feel burdened by. Yes. I mean, we just don't see Jesus walking around going, well, I'll make a prayer. Like, a, You're right. make, I'll pray for you. I'll pray for you. We see him in those in those moments, right, of ministry as yeah. the needs arise, like, handling those needs. So let's, can we talk for a second, like how to, how to do that? Like if somebody has a, if somebody says, Hey, you know, I need, I need prayer on this. Here's a a great question is, is that what are you praying for? Or how can I pray? Or what do you want? I mean, Jesus loved that question. What do you want? And so I think sometimes when we, when we ask people that question, then like, rather than just us having faith for other people, we get to, we get to give them opportunity to speak to say in yeah. faith, like, here's what I'm asking God for. Yeah. And, um, and so I think that's a helpful question. Then when people say those things, then we just say, okay, then we pray specifically for that yes. thing that they've asked for. Yes. And, um, and, and I've found that that, that that's a, that that's a, a, a responsible and a faith-filled way to enter into those moments. And then you can leave that moment. You've given that to God. Yeah. You've surrendered that to God yeah. with that person. So 
one of the things we do here at the office is when it's your birthday, we say, you know, what do you want this year? What do you want from God this year? And last week when we did it, Fallon, I, I asked our normal question and Fallon followed up and said, no, no, no. If you were just being totally selfish, hmm. what do you want from God? Hmm. And, it, and it wasn't, she wasn't encouraging someone to be selfish. She was saying, don't say what you're saying. Say what you really want. Wow. What are you praying for that you're not telling us? Yeah. And it just opened up something new in our conversation around the table of the birthday person said, well, yeah, here, here's, if I'm being totally selfish, yeah. here's the thing I want. And right. it gave us direction yes. on how to pray. Yes. It was that, really sweet. To stir up that neediness and to want. Yeah. And to yeah. want. So here's an interesting question. How do you pray with a busy full-time job and no time to sit for an hour to pray or journal? Hmm. You want me to start? You want, me to, you, you want yes. me to lead with tone? Yeah. yeah. We all have the same 24 hours. Yeah. And we all have busy jobs. Yeah. Push a day around. Yeah. Get honest with screen time. Get honest with screen time. Get honest with Netflix. What is it that Tim Keller says when we all die and see how much time? We, we act like, what's this quote? Do you know it? Mm-mm. You say you don't have time to pray, but total up how much you've spent on Twitter. So it's some like, check your screen time right. is what he's saying. Check yeah. your screen time. I think if we do an audit of how we really spend our spend our day and we get get honest with that, yeah. then we, we, do, we do have time. And then we just push the day around. Is an hour how long we should sit there? Is there a should to how long we should you know, pray and read? Yeah. I, I don't. I don't put that on people. Yeah. I, I'd say fifteen minutes is a great place to start. Yeah. If you can't do fifteen minutes, start with ten. Do minutes. Do you separate your prayer time and your reading time? No. Mine are all kind. Of, yeah. Mine are. I've wondered if I'm doing. <laughs> listen to me. I'm wondering if I'm doing that wrong yeah. because I don't have like. Okay, first I pray, right. and then I read, and then I journal. Like I just kind of sit down and go I, for the whole I thing. I think it's all prayer. Yeah. I really do. I think prayer is keeping company with God. Yeah. So anything I do in that time in his presence is keeping company with him. Yeah. So if I'm if I'm praising, you know, if I'm singing a song, if I'm worshiping, well yeah. that's prayer. Yeah. I'm singing, you know, my prayers. If I'm reading the scripture, well, I'm having a conversation with God. He's yeah. speaking, that's prayer. If I'm, you know, if I'm if I'm on my knees just offering up my anxiety and stresses yeah. and struggles yeah. and quests, like that's that's prayer. If I'm giving gratitude, that's that's prayer. So I I just think anything that happens in that time uh-huh. is prayer. And then and then my my hope is that throughout the day, like it's just the continual continuation of that yes. conversation that we started in yes. the morning with Hello God. Yeah. <laughs> Brand new day, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I mean we literally were looking for something yesterday and I was like, All right, Jesus, you gotta tell us where this thing is. Right. And sure enough, Kevin, I mean in a few minutes we had just been placed in the wrong place. And we it was like Oh, well, then then the move is, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We didn't just find that. Right. We asked. Yeah. He answered. Yes. So then we get to thank him. Yes. Right. And if 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 you'll build in time at the beginning of your day, uh-huh. like I'm just going to, and then add to it as you want. Yeah. Add to it. And what, what I found, there came a time where I was like, I'm going to start going to bed a little bit earlier. Because, mm. man, I, I so I started yeah. to desire that time more than the other time, yes. more than another, you know, another episode, right? Yeah. It was just like, I'm going to go to bed so yeah. I can get up and spend that time. And and so God begins to move around the desires of our heart and he begins to add to it. So I'd say, then just so start adding to that time. Build yeah. your build your calendar mm-hmm. and let your feelings follow. Yes, yeah. it's good. Yeah. When Beth Redman and I were talking last week, one of the things we said is like, we decide who we want to be on Thursday morning, Wednesday night mm. after dinner. Like you're deciding who you're going to be how many shows you're going to start, how long you're going to stay out, how long you're going to be on your phone is going to determine for me, it determines for me whether I get up the next morning and am who I want to be in the morning. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it starts way back then. It's a great word. Well, 
It's because I very much lack self-control. <laughs> so I got about the highest, you know this, I got about the highest boundaries of anybody. My friends and I joke that the Lord and I have about the shortest leash between us <laughs> because he knows I don't have a lot of self-control. So he keeps me tied tight. Okay, let's do this one more. How do you pray to God versus to Jesus? Do you talk to them different? Who do you, So let's throw the Holy Spirit in too, okay. Kev. Is yeah. there... I say this to God, I say this to Jesus, I say this to the Holy Spirit. Okay, so let's start here. Um, Father, Son, Holy Spirit is the eternal small group. Yeah. <laughs> right? it, is, it, is, it, is, it is the eternal, uh, it is the Godhead, Father, Son, Holy yeah. Spirit, one God, three persons, as he's revealed himself yeah. and as he exists. And so we are in, we are in that small group. Yes. Right? So we're in that, and we can't be taken out. So we are mm. hidden in Christ with God. Yeah. And Christ in us is the hope of glory. So we yeah. are secure in that relationship. So when we enter into a place of prayer, we just need to know, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. With it. Now, there. when we see from Jesus' life, he's having a conversation with the Father. Mm-hmm. He's saying that you would have this kind of communion. Father who art in heaven, how be thy name. So our God who is in the heavens, who is over all, who is yeah. above all, who is with us. So the conversation. But Jesus was also filled with the Spirit of God. Yep. And so he is filled with the Spirit. And, you know, when we, when we know how to, how to pray, we pray, in, we pray in Jesus' name, which means we pray with his authority, we pray with his character, we pray with, you know, the heart that he's, he's put in us. Yeah. So there's this, do I think we can, we can talk to the Father? Yes. Do I think we can talk to the Son? Yes. Do I think we can talk to the Holy Spirit? Yes. You know, but when we look at the life of Christ, we see that his life was aimed at this conversation with mm-hmm. the Father. Mm-hmm. Because being a son or a daughter is our identity. It's who yes. we are. And that we would live in that, that union that yes. cannot be taken away. Yes. And that from that union, that communion of uh, knowing him as Father yeah. and praying in Jesus' name with his authority. Yeah. yeah I also given. find with the Holy Spirit, because Jesus said, this will be your teacher and your comforter. Yes. If I'm trying to learn, I'm often saying, all right, Holy Spirit. Yeah. Because Jesus, I mean, am I doing that wrong? Right, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Just because I'm like, well, if Jesus said the Holy Spirit's my teacher, mm-hmm. then when I'm trying to un- unpack scripture or or learn something specific, I'm saying, Holy Spirit, open my brain. Teach right. me what I don't know. Yeah. God is very secure in his identity. Yeah, 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 in yeah. In the Trinity, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think sometimes for yeah. us to go, I don't think he's he's insecure. And go, oh, you talk to Jesus more than you talk to <laughs> Oh, you talk to the Holy Spirit. Like, he is one God. He is one right, God, and right, he is secure right. in who he is. And so... You know, I just, I, I want to be, I want to fix my eyes on Jesus. I want to be, so I think about it this way, that, that Jesus always gives glory to the Father. Yes. That the Father sends the Spirit and the Spirit points to Jesus. Jesus yeah. never points to himself. He's always, he's always focused Jesus on the Father. Jesus never points to himself. He doesn't. And he, he, points, he to points, to, points to the Father. The Father sends the Spirit. Spirit points to Jesus. And yeah. so I think with our lives, live, with, live filled with the Spirit. Yeah. Keep pointing to Jesus. Yeah. Keep right. And keep pointing to the Father, giving glory to the Father. And that's why the Spirit Exists in our life that Christ would I have revealed. two more quick questions. Yeah, for you. come you ready? on. Well, the second one's not as quick. The first one is Are we going to pray in heaven? Are we going to pray in heaven? Are we going to talk with God? Are we yeah, going to keep company I guess with so, God? Right? I think that's all of what that's heaven all we is. Get to it's do. just, yeah, I yeah. think it's, yeah, I think heaven is communion. You know, it's yeah. the veil will be removed. It yeah. will be, will, it will be, it will be sight. Our faith will be made sight. Yes, yes. Our hope will be realized. Yes. Longings will be fulfilled in Him. Yeah. So, so it'll just turn to, it won't be about getting needs met. It'll just turn to worship because all of our needs are met. All of our needs are met. For yeah. eternity. Yes. You know, forever freaks me out. I can't really talk about it. <laughs> it's just a really long time. Enneagram 7s, we're not built to stay in one place for a long time. It's a big <laughs> but place. But I'm committed. It's a big place. <laughs> there's a lot of people. I know there's going to be a long line to hang out with some of them. Peter, Reba. There's people that people have been waiting to hang out with. I'll get to all of them. Um, uh, okay. 
the last thing, my, you know, one of my, you know this about me, one of my big hopes is that our friends listening, that one of the shifts they'll make and that I'll continue to make is like, just don't give up. Yeah. Let's just like, let's, let's, let's get to God yeah. still asking him for the things we're hoping for. Like, right. how do we not give up in prayer, Kevin? Yeah. I think praying with, I would just pray with other people. Yeah, that's how uh, you don't give up. Yeah, I've got a group of guys that I run with on Saturday, and we run together every every it's Saturday that we're life, in town. Hasn't it? it has. It's and changed we, John's we run life. Together. John with you, yeah. We run. There's four of us. We call ourselves the Ginkgo Eagles. We have a shirt yeah. that. That's, wow, the Ginkgo Eagles. Yeah, one day we saw an eagle flying through. One day we saw a ginkgo tree the leaves uh, came oh, down yeah, leaves. right 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 when we were praying and it happens yes. one day out of the year like yeah. in one moment out of the day yeah. like that all the leaves drop and we we're like wow that we get to see this yeah so the ginkgo and then the next time we ran together we saw this bald eagle like coming we were like we're the ginkgo eagles <laughs> like so <laughs> this the I, I was hey, listen, i'm sorry whatever Anna, it this, takes that's right so i got shirts made up with ginkgo oh eagles gosh, so now we're recording yeah. for the the ginkgo eagles running club but like we we uh we we run together and then we pray you know and we pray together for 20 minutes but we pray for one but even our conversation is prayer yeah. like we're yeah. just we're praying together as we run praying together when we finish but yeah. I, but having that consistency of having other people around me other people praying for me and praying with and for yeah. other people yeah. that's that's it, that we don't run yeah. alone. Yeah. I I don't think I want to be the person who at the end of my life I say God answered everything the way I wanted him to. Hmm. I think I want to be the person that says I've been praying for these things for decades. Yes. I like I that's that's who I think I want to be because we aren't going to get everything we want. No. And that's okay. God's right. answering. I mean, what is it that people say? He's always saying yes, no or later. <laughs> like he's answering. You're right. just not sure what he's saying sometimes. Right. Yeah. But in that, I mean, is that is that the goal, just yeah. to keep going? Mm-hmm. And I think every day it's to, like, I think in your time with him, I think was Jack Hayford says, I pray until my soul kisses heaven. Ugh. So to stay in that place of prayer yep. until your soul kisses heaven. And then it's like, there is a, that's where we get contentment. Yes. That even when God's not answering that thing, like we want, okay, I have him. That's it. I have him. He's my inheritance. He is my inheritance. He's my portion. Yes. I'm Mary who's choosing the one thing yes. that I'm, okay, I'm, I'm making that better yes. choice today. I'm sitting at the feet of Jesus. I'm receiving that from him. And then I enter into my day with that. Because um, yeah. if I don't do that, Annie, I am scrambling through the day, trying to be in control, trying to make things. You know who knows that we haven't prayed? Everybody who works with us. <laughs> Ain't it the truth? That's right. I mean, I, yeah. I don't have to tell them. Right. It's pretty clear pretty quick if mm-hmm. I'm coming in anxious or coming in and my soul's kissed heaven. Yes. And God desires our company. Yeah. So you know who else so knows sweet. if we don't pray? It's not like he's looking, well, I didn't pray, but, but he desires. He yeah. wants. Yeah. Like his heart is for us. Like the God of all the universe desires. Like that's the most yes. compelling reason to pray. Yes. That God wants. He wants to spend time with us. Yes. With all he's got going on in the universe, he's like, I want to spend time with you. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Undeserving of that, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Yeah. One book, if you, you know, Beth Redmond sold out The Praying Life by Andrew Murray. Mm. So that's hers that she's like, I tie myself to this one. Is there one that you're like, hey, if you're going to start reading on prayer? Hmm. I mean, I think I'm going to give you two. Okay, okay. I know. A Praying Life by Paul Miller. Yeah. Was, have you have you read? We that? read you it said, for, through Crosspoint. Yeah, I read it through. A yeah, class. I think that's a that's a great that's a great book because that that book helps us break through cynicism. Mm. He talks about that cynicism is a scar tissue. 
yes. that often keeps us from prayer. Yes. And so that book wow. talks about gives some real practical things. Here's yeah. how you break through yeah. that and and build a praying a praying life. Um, and then there's a book called Treasury Prayer, which oh. is from Leonard Ravenhill, but it's a collection of Ian e. Bounds writing. So maybe yeah. basically he condensed Ian e. Bounds, who, who lived down in Franklin. Yeah. He wrote a uh, he wrote a book on prayer. That's really a, uh, several books. It's a collection on prayer. And Leonard and I love the you know when you can condense something that's that's uh, that's so you know it's it's like a three inch thick book. Yeah. He condenses it down to one and just takes the the gold. Yeah. And uh, and so I love I love that book and a crazy story about how that book that book was out. Of, I thought it was out of print and I reached out to his son. His son didn't know that they had the book rights for it. Baker said we don't we don't know who has the book rights for it. We were able uh-uh. to get that book back in. You got that book back into print. We, we I mean I knew you gave us copies, but. We we were able to. You got that book. I'm just Quit saying we it's <laughs> you. Sorry, no. You got that book back no. into print, so, and we so, can get it on Amazon. But, but what I love is it's a message that helped just help change my life. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and the fact that it's that it's out there that it's back into the. The into downside the wild. of that book is you want to highlight every sentence. Right. Like read it one time. Make yourself a promise that you will not highlight anything the first time you read it. Oh, that's right. Because otherwise you'll get stuck on the second chapter and you yeah. won't be able to go. So read one all the way through, and then go back and read it. And every and sentence, it. every sentence is a mansion. It's yeah, yeah it's ridiculous. It so I was like, gift. golly, I, I I can't keep highlighting. I gotta quit. Pastor Kevin, thank you for teaching us today and helping us pray. Annie, thank you. We're that really was, grateful. That's treat. Okay, Beth, so we got a pile of questions. We were shocked about this. The top three areas people ask questions about were unanswered prayers and praying out loud were the top two. So let me ask you a praying out loud question. We have so many, but Sarah says, where do you start when you have a debilitating fear of praying out loud? Which I want to keep reading what she wrote just for our friends listening to know if they connect with this. She says... My dad always made fun of and ridiculed anyone who was praying. So I suppose you could say I was traumatized by that. Bless oh, her heart. Oh, my word. My gosh. But we've got a pile of questions about <clears throat> I'm scared to pray okay. out loud. Yes. Okay. I, please allow me to rewind just two sentences because I don't want to move too quickly past when we don't get answers. Because one yes, of the things I'd do. love to suggest that people do is keep a list of a lot of the things that you're praying for. You are getting answers so much more than you think you are. Yes. What happens is that by the time he's answered, we're on to the next thing. <laughs> right. We don't even stop to acknowledge. If we would stop and jump up and down a little bit, you know, if we go, Lord, you did that, it, it would help concretize in our mind. Wow. Wait a second. And one of the things that really helps me when I don't get what I'm asking in one way, but 10 other things came through, then I know my God is being deliberate. And so mm-hmm. I, I trust his heart. Okay, so now let's go over to what do we do if we're just absolutely terrified to pray out loud. Number one, may I be so bold. This is my age coming out of me because I'm very, very maternal. Let me be so bold be as bold. to say, you know what? You don't have to. Yeah. So you don't have to, be, you don't have to feel like that, that it makes you more spiritual if That's you right. can pray in front of people. Some people are just shyer than others. They're extroverts right. and they're introverts. Uh, uh, also, learning how to, pray, uh, how to pray comes from listening to it over and over. So you're listening to other people. It helps you build up your language mm-hmm. in prayer. Mm-hmm. But more than anything else, I would say these two things. Remember that the disciples said 
Lord, teach us to pray. You start right there. You say to him, and I mean, say it often. Make it one of your regular requests that you were saying, Lord, teach me how to pray. And listen, those men were Hebrew men. They had been taught from the time they were two, three years old how to pray, but they saw him pray. They knew he knew he was heard. Mm -hmm. And so they were going like, teach us to pray like you pray. And so that was a game changer. And so ask him to teach you how to pray. I have to ask him to teach me how to pray. And then secondly, you need a safe group of people in which to do it and to do it awkwardly. I mean, just say just a sentence, whatever it may be, just a sentence. And that really is how it starts. It's just being in a safe enough surrounding. And I'm going to tell you something. Anybody sitting there like judging your the way you're praying. Forget them. I don't. I just I don't know what to do with them. I just don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, cause I don't to know what, what to do with that. How, how does someone to know if it's a good end? prayer or not? Exactly. And he's he's reading your heart. He's looking right. at your That's heart. Right. That's right. So anyway, you just hang in there with it. And then when you first get comfortable, you just say a few words. And I can't tell you how often I've just had to go, Lord, scratch that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. After I got it out of my mouth, I went like, I think I changed my mind about that already. Yes. yes. Oh, man, I prayed at somebody's birthday party in front of 30 people to bless them in their 27th year, and they had turned 29. I mean, I did the whole thing wrong. Oh. That's well, all right. You just wanted him to go back and fix That's right. that 27th year. <laughs> I wanted year to go back. Yes. I was yes. prophetically yes. speaking backwards. <laughs> really? Backwards? Can you imagine? I mean, we got it. Yeah, people need I, But I love your permission. We don't have to. There's nothing about no. praying out loud that is, if you no. don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. It's okay. No. I, I love that at my table at my house, Melissa's the one, the main one that will do something like this. If Or sometimes this will happen on staff. Sometimes if I might look at her and go, would you lead us in prayer? She goes, you know what? I think it's, I think I'll let someone else. You know, yeah. It's always <laughs> a good reminder. <laughs> <laughs> to be exactly able to right. go, uh, you know, because you, you might feel anointed to do that in that moment and, and not in another. That's so. exactly right. You may not feel good that morning. You may mm-hmm. feel great. I just remember That's those right. pop, those popcorn prayers of our of our yesteryears where you were holding the hand, so you just got squeeze, squeeze on by, just squeeze it by you, yes, yeah, squeeze the oh. next hand. <laughs> yes, yes. You know what? Before the pandemic, we could do that. It's true. And yeah. now, you know, it's, it's just true. really ruined that. It's yeah. really ruined that. The whole. pandemic affected our prayer big, lives. <laughs> It was an important part of praying. <laughs> okay, so here's a fun question from Scott. He's wondering okay. about your thoughts about couples praying together before they get married. Well, I I would want very much to know if the guy I was dating has an active prayer life. Right. I would very much want to know that. And that's a good place to tell if there is seems to be not an undue familiarity but a mm-hmm. warmth there even a warmth more than words but yeah. just a warmth of uh, intimacy toward god i i don't i can't believe i'm about to say this i'm probably going to turn this away that y'all are not oh i'm ready expecting i i i do very much believe in praying together i certainly believe in a husband and wife praying together, although not exclusively, there are things I need to tell on my husband about to the Lord. So I can't necessarily, 
I can't necessarily say those things in front of him. So I have to have my own prayer life, and he needs to have his, but I do believe in praying together. Um, But, okay, I want to say something. Prayer is also a form of intimacy, and I am so protective of women. I'll let the men speak for the men, but I'm so protective of women that I want to say that I have a little bit of a flag in letting it become a way that a person could get manipulated. Yes. I'd like to think that no one would take our prayers and manipulate us with them, but I, I think that that we all know that that's not true. So I, I'm a little bit, a little bit has, I'm not just going to give that a big, huge thumbs up right. that it become a way of like, okay, say for instance, and this could happen either way with either the man or the woman that it becomes, how are we going to work this out? Well, let's pray about it. Well, then it's going to be, Lord, I just know you know, that this is your will. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> so <prayer> right. Becomes, <laughs> that's right. The prayer becomes moving them over to your opinion. That's right. I don't know. It just can be manipulative and controlling. And so forgive me, because I know good and well I'm not answering that right. No, but oh, I think I, just, I couldn't agree um, with you more. I think that's exactly right. I good, think it's good. it's a beautiful way to learn somebody and to hear their prayer lives it and be is. a part of it. But also, I can go, hey, Jesus, thank you for Ashley. I ask that she would not need as much money as I pay her this year, next year. Right? Exactly. Like, that's, I can't. That she'd be more, <laughs> it's manipulative. Be more sacrificial. Right. Yes. Right. And so you yes, can, in those yes. couples, you can get, Lord, I wish he'd propose. I just pray right now while I'm sitting in front of him that he would propose. Right? Like, exactly. Th- that's exactly. what we can't or, or do. I, or I'm going to take it. Of course, with my background, I'm, I'm going to take it here. Sure. But um, then you get, you know, your, your, uh, abused, and yes. then the person wants to pray with you. They're immediately right, uh, right. supposedly repentant. They need to confess their sins, oh, Lord. ask the Lord to forgive them, and you to forgive them. Oh. And then, like you're left with, there's like, whoa, yes. I just got myself prayed out of being able to even go say, what, what, what did you just do to me? Yes, right. You yes. know, so oh, yeah, yeah. So, so I think if I'm hearing you correctly, you're putting up a. A green flag, a yellow flag, and a red flag. Uh, you know, that is the perfect way to put it. And I'm saying you want to be discerning. Yes. I, yes. I'm going to tell you all something. Let me say this. And I want to say this to our brothers and our sisters. If we would walk in the spirit to some reasonable degree, we would get that creepy feeling about people. Yes. And, and especially would we get it in prayer where, yeah. wait, something about this feels off. Yeah. Something about this feels manipulative. If mm-hmm. you are in prayer with somebody and you flag all over the place about something, I would entreat you to go with your gut. Yeah, believe yourself. I really would. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, and I also would say, y'all are both married, so y'all know more about this than me. But for me, my what God and I talk about in prayer is feels really intimate. And he's the longest relationship of my life. So any, any man 100%. coming into prayer with me, that is a real deep thing. But I love when we bless the food at dinner. Like I love hearing him pray over our meal too. or praying at church. But too. it's going to be a long time before me and my the guy I'm dating 
are sitting on the couch praying through I something. I couldn't agree more. Because I that means I'm letting him into the most intimate relationship. Intimate place I'm in. of my life. Mm -hmm. I, I feel yeah. the same way. There's for inner for a brief intercession. I think that's just fantastic for intimacy. That's between me and the Lord. Yeah. And that is between him and the Lord. And uh, I'm, I'm with you on that. I got to tell y'all something, speaking of that, speaking of feeling free to say, because this really does go with what we're talking about. About a year and a half ago, it would be somebody, all three of us know and love and love. But he posted something. He reposted something of a the adult child of some very well-known servants of God that are mm -hmm. long since with the Lord now, posting some of their journal entries. <gasps> and I was in a book, in a book. Wow. And and some of it, because it was taken out of context, it was mean it was meant to sound like there was some real sexual temptation and not toward one I mean I mean towards someone yeah. else, but it wasn't followed through nothing happened. Right. That you, but anyway it was like, wait a second. Listen, I couldn't it was on a Saturday. I was eating by myself at a at a restaurant because I was out out doing some errands and stuff. I read it on my phone while I was eating. That was on Saturday. I almost could not live till Monday till I got uh, back to the shredder at work. I brought y'all No I should post <laughs> back to you later and I mean, I ripped out pages out of journals, all except for the last 10 years, huge, huge trash bags full of shredded journals. And I'm going to tell people why. I am free to speak to my Father in heaven. Yes. I, whether it is, whether I had a temptation, whether I didn't, I don't like somebody I met, I feel bitter toward them. I feel unforgiveness toward them. I don't know why they did that. I don't, I feel completely free to speak those intimate things to yes. him. I, I don't, they were not, what is in prayer is off limits to the public. Yes. Right. Yes. I nearly died. I need you to know that on uh, in my box of journals, in the top is a $20 bill and a letter. And all my friends know when I die, you burn them and you Shoot buy it. s'mores with you buy s'mores with that. But we burn them. We write books already. You already burn got them. public shred writing them, for me. Do it. Burn exactly. them, shred them. That's, I feel yeah. the same way. I've got my daughters in charge of it. That yes. nobody. This is exactly where they are. Yes. Because I didn't right. want to do the last several years. But oh right. my goodness, you yeah, get that, to be free with the father. That's right. That's right. Okay, so that leads to. A really great question from one of our friends who called in, Carly. She called in and asked us this question. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. My name is Carly, and I wanted to ask you, what was one of your biggest misconceptions about having a conversation with God before you really knew him personally? And how has that changed as your relationship with him has grown? One of the things that I thought my mind would know better, but my heart would misappropriate this over and over, is that I sort of saw a difference between God the Father and God the Son. Now, I knew they were one, but I felt, I felt like Jesus was so merciful, and then I wondered if God was, you know, yes, was mad at me, yes. you know, and this was, you have to kind of grow on through, not yeah. just past, grow on through it, but 
one of the most helpful scriptures to me is in John chapter 14 when uh, Philip says to Jesus, "Would you sh- will you show us the Father? And he yeah. says to Philip, he said, Philip, if you have seen me, you've seen the Father. Yeah. Yeah. And so I remind myself of that over and over and over again with the compassion when it says, oh, you, you guys know, you can picture it in the gospel. It says, Jesus once more deeply moved and Jesus had <laughs> compassion upon them. And he, you know, the way he would touch to heal when he didn't even have to, when he listened, when he, he didn't even have to, when he, just all the things that make him the savior that he is. And I try to remember he, he is he came to flesh out before us in the Gospels, mm-hmm. the Father. Right. So um, that is probably the biggest thing, that I don't separate out the three in one to where I feel differently about them. It's just yeah. like that, that's, that's, that's poor, poor doctrine, yes, but more than that, it is an interruption to intimacy. Yeah. I have a friend who got saved not that long ago, and she was like, Oh, I love Jesus. I'm still not sure about God, but I really love Jesus. <laughs> exactly, because we do. That is our tendency to yes, do. Yes. I, th- I thought it was the sweetest thing. I was like, start there. Three and one. Yes. Start there. He'll yes. fix it. He'll fix it. Yes. So many times, Beth, during the recording of this and during this whole series, we have just prayed, God, you go handle your reputation with these people. Like, oh, 100%. I, I can't fix your reputation with all these people because we're talking about prayer, oh, but you no. can. You go tell them what's no. true. No, no, but if they feel free, okay, 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 this goes with the answer here. If they feel free to speak, even their heartbreak with him, yes, like one time to be able to even say to him, when we talk about being disappointed with God or, or maybe being mad at God, yep. so often what is underneath that is that my feelings are hurt. And yes. if I can voice my disappointment or my, what was, Lord, what was that? If I could get that part up that's on top of it, then I can get down to the tender part of it, which is, Lord, why did why did did you do that? Why yeah. why couldn't you have answered it this way? If I'll get back there and then I'll find that he did not cast me off. Yes. That the more the safer you feel with him. Listen, you're not going to tell secrets to someone you don't feel safe with. Yes. So you got to get where you know that you're safe with him and that yes. you can say, bring anything to him that you feel. Yes. He already knows it, so might yes. as well own it. Yeah, that's right. Get, the only person that's surprised when you don't say it is you. <laughs> He's not surprised. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> He's not surprised. Okay, let's end with this. There's a bunch of our friends, Carrie, Katie, Sarah, Aubrey. They are all saying, how do I stay focused? My brain goes in 1,000 directions when I'm praying. Yes. So do you have any, like, tricks <laughs> any well, strategy you know i have i do have a strategy and i am i i am gonna gonna tell it and i don't this is not about legalism this is just each one of us figuring out what works for us right. in our relationship with the lord but one of the things i do is that by routine now if it's a weekend and i get to, and i'm not on the road and i get to sleep in then i'm gonna get up after after sunup, but most of the rest of the time, if it is a work day, I'm going to be up before it's ever, 
uh, light outside. And so one of the things that I do, I do not have my phone with me in prayer ever. It ever. ruins I try it not me. to yeah. even look at it. It ruins yeah, it. Exactly. I, I do not look at it. I do not look at social media. I don't look at anything. What I will look at my phone for, I will look to see, did my daughter's try to get a hold of me during that. Do they have an emergency? Yeah. If I got Keith in there and I got my two girls covered, if I don't see an emergency from them, I, then I set it away. So I go into my kitchen where my, where my table is and I leave off all the lights except one tiny little lamp that goes straight on my Bible and my journal. Okay. And it's a very effective thing for me because it makes every, everything else is gone. Mm -hmm. I am only, the only thing I can see is my coffee cup, my journal, my yep. pen, and my Bible. Uh -huh. And um, so that is extremely helpful to me. I also believe that, that the further we get into the day, the more distracted we are. Yeah. So I try very, very hard. I like, I will say this because people ask me this all the time. Do I have to pray in the morning? Well, of course, you don't have to pray at any point. You're not going to be cast out yeah. <laughs> into, the, uh, into the dark regions where the, where, where the worm is never full. <laughs> no, you're not, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. But I will tell you, it is to your great advantage to, to first thing in the day, at least settle the matter of authority. And by that, what oh, I'm saying wow. is this. Even if this could be two minutes, it can be slide out. Like, I, this is one of the habits that I have. I slide out of the bed. <laughs> if I were late, I would do it for you if I was on the couch. I slide my knees down, and I go straight to them and go like this on the bed. And so mm -hmm. then, because that's where it starts, then I'm going to go into the kitchen. But um, right there, to just say to him, I am yours you are mine. I am greatly loved today. And I, Lord, I ask you, I don't want to live by my own power today. I want to live in the power of the Holy Spirit. I want to live according to your will. I, you are my Lord. And I want, I want this day to obey you. Now that just mm -hmm. took me about one minute to say to y'all, yes. but to me, if there's nothing else, if there's nothing else that gets said first thing, be reminded that he is God that he is yours, you are his, and you are profoundly loved, and he cannot make a mistake with your life. Yes. So you want to trust him as Lord because he's the one who knows what he's doing. So that that is really important. And then, you know, keep away social media when you're praying. And yes. one of the things, because I bet anything, we have lots of teachers and communicators and writers and pastors listening to us, um, Ashley and Annie. So I want to say this to all of us. Be very careful not to let your Bible reading time become, it's just going to overtake your study time. That, yes. Oh, well, I'm going to put together my message right now. <laughs> and you know, of course, things happen toward a message. We're jotting down some notes, but yeah. you, we really want that intimacy with God. We yes. truly, truly do. The segments when I'm preparing something is when I'm talking to my boss and my mornings are when I'm talking just to my God. So <laughs> I'm like, what time is the guy I work that. with? <laughs> Yeah, because I'm like, I've got to separate I our personal relationship and our you. business relationship. <laughs> that is profound. I get that entirely. Yeah. I get that entirely. Because it's too, I mean, I, a lot of our friends work with their spouses, right? And you have to eat dinner yes. and not talk about work. Right. And then other no, times exactly you need right. to eat dinner and talk about work. And so yes. me and the Lord do that as well. Okay, was it same true when the girls were little? Is it different with tinies? Okay. 
yes. But I, I, I want to go, I, I want to say one more thing yes. here about staying focused. And I can't yes. believe I forgot this because this is one of the things that I try to most often say to people. Use your, your scripture reading as dialogue. I can't say enough. This is what will help you stay engaged. In, in, my, in my prayer journal, I keep the first half of it, I call the first half of it, I call interaction, then intercession. Interaction is where I'm interacting with the word. I'm reading this and I'm saying to the Lord, oh, that is so good. Oh, or I'm saying like, Lord, I have no idea what that means. I'm mm-hmm. talking back to him. I figure that through his word, he's talking to me. And then I'm talking back to him. If that, if you'll do that, you'll be far more awake in prayer that you're not, that this is not something you're doing apart from, I mean, right with him. Mm-hmm. He's speaking to you. You're speaking back. You're talking to him. Just sometimes I'll look away from my journal and out into the den so that I'm, and I'll say to him, you're right here with me. Yes. You're closer to me than my own skin. Okay. So now let's go back to the littles. Absolutely. Now I'm going to tell you something. Um, God meets us where we are in our, in our need and in whatever condition uh, we're in. He is not without understanding. He knows the responsibilities he's given us in that given moment. He knows if someone's going through chemotherapy and they have such a, a, a chemo-fogged brain that, I mean, all they can do is, look, Lord, just help me. You, you know my heart here. You know, that they can hardly get a clear word out. One, again, one of the things I still believe with that mom with a house full of kids Try as hard as you can to take those that minute or two to get down on your knees, settle that matter of authority, give him the day because he has given it to you. But one really big helper, you're going to take your time as your time comes. And with moms of infants, I'm, I'm going to say over and over again, listen, when they nap, you better nap. <laughs> if you possibly can, you better nap. But there's time rocking, whatever it may be. But you're, one of your best friends is going to be music. I believe it with all yes, of my heart yes. that when you are nursing babies, rocking babies, you're up with a sick child, whatever it may be, even if you have just one headphone, one, you know, one of your earbuds in, that you that you have on some worshipful um, music that just keeps you present. Nice. I think one of the questions was, how do we pray without ceasing? Well, that, if we're thinking that prayer is only conversation, well, it would be impossible. Yes. We have to sleep. We work. We eat. We do those. So, but if it means that I live in this, this open life, like when God said to Abraham, he said, live before me. Mm. That That's what praying without ceasing is, that yeah. living before yeah. God with an awareness. I I, I recreate before him. Yeah. I laugh. I play. I garden before him. I read scripture before him. I raise my children before him. Yeah. But uh, that there's just that open, that open communication with him. That's beautiful. You did a training that I loved on Instagram about prayer, and you showed that yes that we could download yes. off of your blog. Is that, can we yes. link to that on our prayer page? Yes, Is that absolutely. still available? Okay. Absolutely. I would love for everybody to write it down. Data. Oh, you already got it? Yep. Yes. yes. Yeah, com slash prayer is all these resources. So we'll add all that to it. Praying God's word is already on it, but we'll add. Okay, you're, you're Annie, praying God's I have word to ask you a me. question. I have to ask you a question. Do you know, I wonder if anybody else does this, Amanda and Melissa and I, all three refer to you as Annie F. Is there one? <laughs> No, Does I think anybody, that's very I, special with y'all and I. I mean, okay. some people do, but, but just, it doesn't mean it like I it does when the more girls do it. I just, it's like, I don't, I, I thought, I don't know if anybody else does that. But we say, well, you know, Annie F said, <laughs> and we're for, <laughs> I 
love that so I'll much. I'll take it. I'll take it. Listen, <laughs> call me whatever you want to call me, Beth Moore. You can call me whatever you want to call me. Thank you for making time to do this today. Oh, that is so I generous of you. I mean, Ashley, all these people, how about those three guests? Oh, they're incredible. I mean, I learned I learned a ton yeah. in this one. Same. I mean, this whole week has been unbelievable. Yeah. I'm just so grateful. I know. I know. I love it. I mean, have you felt like hearing these conversations have changed your thought process in prayer or changed how you pray at all? Oh, yeah. I haven't stopped thinking about them. Really? Yeah. Just the, I'm not sure I could identify specific takeaways at this moment, but but even just the, um, you know, when when something's at the forefront of your mind, yeah. then you notice. Yes. And so just the 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 exercise of focusing a little yeah, bit more on it yeah. has me noticing the times that I probably need to pray that I'm, it might not have mm. been my instinct at that moment. Oh, wow. And so just a little more intentionality and a little more maybe hunger yeah, to, yeah. to be in more constant communication with the yeah, Lord. Yeah. Well, let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, you and I are going to tackle some of the questions that people put in that said, Annie. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. <laughs> Will you answer? So <laughs> let's do those when we get back from this break. You guys, I'm just interrupting one last time to tell you about one of our incredible partners, Athletic Greens. We're interested in doing anything we can to support our health, especially when it's convenient and delicious, right? Well, what is Athletic Greens, you ask? So in one scoop of Athletic Greens mixed in cold water, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. Here are all the things their special blend of ingredients supports. Your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, and focus. My great. AG1 contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no bad for you chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting so good. It's got a fresh green flavor with a sort of a tropical finish and it's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free or gluten-free, you are all set. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews and is recommended by professional athletes, which listen, if you're going to listen to somebody about what to put in your bod, listen to a pro athlete. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially as we finish up this cold and flu season. It's just one scoop and a cup of cold water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sounds fun. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sounds fun to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And I have one last amazing partner to tell you about that you guys love, that I love, Thistle Farms. Since Mother's Day is right around the corner, P.S. Mother's Day is right around the corner, (laughs) I wanted to share the most beautiful gift idea with you. It's the luxurious candles, lotions, essential oils, and other products that the women of Thistle Farms make. If you're not familiar with Thistle Farms, it's an incredible organization that helps women survivors of trafficking, prostitution, and addiction to heal through two years of housing, therapy, and education, all free of charge to the women. To fund their mission and to provide meaningful employment that leads to economic independence, the women survivors hand make Thistle Farms beautiful products. Okay, recently I heard the story about Jennifer, who's a Thistle Farms graduate, and I was so moved. While she was stuck in dangerous cycles of abuse and addiction on the streets of Nashville, Jennifer chose to make a heart-wrenching and 
brave and selfless decision to release custody of her seven kids. One of the gifts she's received since coming to Thistle Farms is that she has reconnected with every one of her kids. I can't even tell you how many lives have been similarly changed because of the work of Thistle Farms. You can love on the moms in your life and lift up other moms and other women like Jennifer by gifting from Thistle Farms this Mother's Day. On thistlefarms.org, you'll find all their candles, body products, home textiles, and gift sets. And because y'all are my friends, you also are invited to use the code that sounds fun at checkout for 15% off your purchase. Again, that's thistlefarms.org and use the code that sounds fun for 15% off. Ash, how about Beth, Kevin, Carlos? Oh, I mean, so much, um, so much to reflect on. Yeah. So much just. I, yeah, I clearly don't have words. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of my favorite things about these shows, these Q&A ones, and I hope people are doing this, is is listen at your own pace. Right. Take your time. You know, like, these don't have to be finished today. Right. Take or, it in chunks. Yeah, yeah. Do it in chunks if you need. I mean, I, I hear people saying to us that they're doing that since these are a little bit longer. But, mm-hmm. you know, these aren't going anywhere. Right. These are different than our normal shows, and we want people to use them as they need them. Right. Come, come as back, back need as needed yeah, and, that's right. and begin again as needed. Um, so there's a couple of questions left, right? Yep, that's right. Questions, actually, that either are directly asked to you or are, um, are aspects of prayer and prayer life that – you have a lot to teach us. Yeah. And so I, about that, uh, I do because I know how much I've learned from you. <laughs> well, so same. I'm going <laughs> to throw some of these back to you. Okay. Let's buzz through some of these okay, then. Here we go. So one friend said, I keep a prayer journal. Some may say that's not really praying, but I feel it is. I pray without, without writing it down too. So what do you think? I absolutely think that's prayer. I do too. Yeah. I mean, King David wrote down his prayers. Right. And Isaiah, so much of what we know in the Bible about how people pray is because someone wrote it down. Right. We only know the Lord's Prayer because Matthew wrote it down. Sure. So I think it's absolutely 100% writing down. I need to write down my prayers at times because it slows me down. Same. I don't know that it slows me down. I think and write pretty slowly, but it definitely helps me stay focused. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, how do you practically keep up with a prayer list, actually praying for all the people in your circle and what is going on in their hearts and lives on a regular basis? Beth Redman and I talked about this a little bit. I've talked about it in a couple of shows and in my real life. I've shown it on Instagram. I'll tag it again today in my stories. But I actually have big sticky notes hanging on my wall in Mm -hmm. my house. I have a room where I always sit and read and pray the mornings I do that. And I have it hanging on my wall on big sticky notes. I don't show it on the internet because it's all my friends and family's deepest prayer needs that they share with me. So I can't like, look at this. But what I did show is what it looked like before I started the one for 2022. Mm -hmm. So just a big sticky note on the wall, writing people's names, writing their needs. Also, if you watch the movie War Room, she gives a really beautiful visual example of how to put your prayer needs of other people in front of your face. Mm, I think I learned about this from JP, from Jonathan Pecluda, yeah. but it's in the book, A Praying Life by yeah. Paul Miller, prayer cards. Like yes. you can get the little little like index cards that yep. are on a, um, a ring yep. and um, write someone's name at the top and anything you're praying for them, be it a verse, oh, a, a specific request, a need, mm-hmm. um, a hope for them. And, you know, and then you can just, if you keep those with you, you can, you can buzz through them yep. sitting in the car rider line or, you know. And no prayer is too short. Right. No prayer. Right. You, you don't have to say a certain amount of things. A Bible study I was in used to, we used to do that. We had we had one of those divider things for note cards. Yeah. Do you know like a plastic thing with the cover that 
It was like a I used to keep receipts in it. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. a receipt holder, right? And we had Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and in each thing you prayed for a different things. So on Monday it was family. On Tuesday it was friends. On Wednesday it was the world. On Thursday it was our church. I love that. And so then on Mondays I was always praying for family. So mm-hmm. every card was a family person. On Tuesday I was always praying for friends. On Wednesday I was always praying for stuff going on in the world. And of course there were other times when the war between Russia and Af- and Ukraine started, you prayed that day. I mean, it's not sure. like, oh, I can't wait to pray for that on Wednesday. But that you're right. Having little cards, if you don't have a place, like you have a wall, mm-hmm. if you don't have a place, note cards are awesome. Yeah. Okay. Another friend, Melissa, actually asks, any tips for calming my mind? My mind tends to wander and I lose focus. I lose focus all the time. I keep a stack of sticky notes on the table where I sit and read and pray. Mm-hmm. And one of the, fr- and I don't bring my phone in there if I can help it. You remember a couple of, when we talked about, I think it was with the She Reads Truth girls, when we were talking about Lent, we talked about having a chair to put your phone in, like yes. you put yourself in. And someone, one of our friends mailed me a chair, a tiny, tiny chair. So I'll show a picture of that today on Instagram too. But I have that little chair on my table and I put my phone in that little chair and I play Lectio 365 from there. But with those sticky notes, what I do for my my first three minutes while I'm sitting there is anything that's on the front of my brain, a grocery list, something for work that I don't want to forget. I just jot it down on the sticky note. And so I do an original brain dump. And then I start reading and praying. And as things come to my mind, I just write on the sticky note. I'm not, I don't want to forget it. I don't think God loses interest in us praying if we have to stop and write that we don't forget artichoke hearts. Right. I just, I, I think about the times that I sit and talk with close friends And we have, you know, I mean, you and I, sometimes I'll be like, I've got three things I need to tell you. And I'll hold three fingers up because I know I've got those three things. But our conversation wanders because we know and love each other. And so we're, we, we may follow a rabbit trail and then come back to the second thing. That's right. And, and our friendship, our communion with the Lord is not unlike a wandering conversation with a friend. Yes. And, and so taking some of the Mm -hmm. pressure off for our sweet friend, Melissa, to, you know, to, Yes, I, I do think it honors the Lord when we when we come to Him with focus and intention. Yep. And I think He knows us and loves us, and so He likes a wandering conversation with us, too. I mean, in every podcast I record, I have a piece of paper in front of me so that I can write down things that come to my mind during the podcast. Oh. And sometimes it is to ask the person, and sometimes it is... Don't forget to tell Johnny to cut this one part of that, you know, like, right. or, or go back and fix this thing that you said in a meeting before this. I mean, I, I think the best way to respect the other person in the meeting, including a, in prayer with God, is to have an opportunity to dump the things that distract your brain. Sure. That's awesome. Okay. Our friend Crystal asks, and I love this question. Yeah. I'm really excited to hear what you have to say to this. I feel like I'm really good at praying for others and situations in the world, but how do I pray for myself without feeling selfish? I mean, I feel like you should answer that because an Enneagram 2 versus an Enneagram 7. <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm I, right here with Crystal and curious what you, what, how, how, how would you lead us how in this? How does one? Mm-hmm. So a, a verse that comes to my mind is there's this verse that says, you will prosper when the city you live in prospers. Mm-hmm. And so there is something about you you benefit when the things and people you pray for benefit. When God moves in other people's lives or in other people's stories, you actually get pulled along with mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. in some ways. That's what scripture says. When the city you live in prospers, you prosper. So when we see cranes in Nashville, I call it revival and I call it prosper. And I think it's good. Yeah. But, you know, the traffic, whatever. But <laughs> okay. So praying for yourself. Well, to me, 
there is no one who can help me as much as God can help me. Right. And so to not bring the things I want and need to the one who can actually help is just going to frustrate me. It's not going to frustrate anybody else. And so one of the reasons I write things on the wall is because I got in such a habit of only praying for things I cared about in my own life that I realized I wasn't balanced. Mm. I think the opposite can be true as well, that you are only praying for other people and you aren't interacting with God about your own life at all. Mm -hmm. And so make it a balanced thing, I think. I think if if you can tell yourself, well, I, I sure spent time praying for my family today. What's the one, I mean, what's, what is it that Fallon always asks on people's birthdays here? Well, the first question I always ask, and then I'll let you say, my question is on your birthday, I ask, what do you want from God this year? And then say what Fallon says. And then Fallon says, if you're being selfish, what would you ask God for this year for your birthday? Yes. And then we pray for both things. Right. Right. We pray for both things. Because what I know to be true, even though I don't always feel it, is that hoping and wanting and needing for yourself is... Not selfish. No, it's not selfish. It is not it's not selfish at all. Yeah. You would never look at a friend who's asking you for help. If you called me, Ashley, and said, Hey, I just cannot pick up both the girls today. Can you help me? I would not go, That is like the most selfish thing. <laughs> right? Of course not. R- right. You would never, a friend who said they had a need to you, you would never call them selfish. Right. You would say, no. Of course, let me help. You're exactly right. And so treat yourself the way you treat your friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that includes in prayer. That's good. Or your children, because a lot of moms will do anything for their kids and nothing for themselves. And that includes in prayer. Right. So if you would do it for your kids, do it for yourself, because you are loved even more than you love your children. Thank you for that. We've got a, a Vox a, an oh, audio, audio question ones. here. Yes. Um, and we actually don't know this friend's name, but here we go. Hey, Annie, my question for you is, what is the thing that you find yourself praying about the most? And why do you think that is? Huh. What is the thing I find myself praying about the most? Well, currently, there's medical stuff in my family that I pray about a lot. There is, I'm trying to look at my wall in my head. We have a friend here at the office who was looking for a place to live, a place to work. Like he just needed God to provide everything. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. that was front and center. And then the Lord did. Yeah. (laughs) And so I got to write answered across new job and answered across new home. And that was awesome. I pray for our work. So this is a great one to follow up the selfish one. I pray every day for every person who works here. Mm -hmm. Now, I own this company. And I co-own That Sounds Fun Network. And so is it selfish for me to pray for our company because I own it? I don't think so. No. Because the only way we make the impact that we're desiring to make is if God's wisdom leads us. Right. And God tells us what to do and guides us in yep. how to do this well. And so every morning, every morning, I pray through every person and I pray through every big decision we're making mm-hmm. and small decision we're making and So I pray for the office every day. I pray for our church every day, sometimes more intensely than others based on what's going on. Mm -hmm. And then selfishly, I pray about my relationships. I mean, almost every day I'm asking God for clarity in dating or for hope in dating or for marriage. Or I mean, I I have spent 20 of my years asking God to answer that prayer for me. And I still ask. And I'm going to push back on you because you preface preface that by saying selfishly. And it's, oh, I did? It's not. Oh my gosh, yeah. I did, didn't yeah. I? <gasps> it's not. It's no. not selfish to no. ask for what I want. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about a lot. I, I want to I 
die asking. Right. So I pray in that vein, either Mm -hmm. when I'm in a thing, I'm asking God for direction and for clarity and for how to do this well. Mm -hmm. When I'm not in a thing, I'm asking God to bring along the right next thing. Right. When a thing is ending, I'm grieving. I mean, I wherever I am in the relationship cycle, I am praying for that. Well, and that's a perfect segue to this next question from Leslie. How does prayer look different for you in different seasons? Happy, sad, angry, determined, stubborn when you're hearing from him, when you're not, yeah. um, when you're writing, talking out loud, praying in your head, on your knees. When do you love it and what do you do when you're not loving it? Oh, I, I, I probably... I don't know that love and not love are the right words. Okay. I think it's like, or I don't know that I ever love praying. I know that sounds weird, but I, I mean, it just isn't like, I just like it. Mm-hmm. I love talking to God. And I, so I guess I do love it. I, I It just isn't one of the disciplines that I like. I don't know. Maybe I love it. Do I love it? Do I you think love you it? love it. Oh, okay. I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'd leave this in, Rocket, but I'm like, I get, maybe I do. I mean, I am very committed to it. Yes, for sure. I'm very and, committed to and it. a thing that you say a lot is that we make space for the things that matter to us. Yes, so, it matters and, deeply to and me. I, I mean, for me, I don't, I, I think of loving something and it mattering. Oh, and okay. Do you being, love prayer? I, I want to answer that honestly. Me too. I'm in, a, I'm in an interesting season with the Lord right now. We are having lots of conversations, and none of them are easy. Yeah. But we're having lots of conversations, so I think I do love it. Yeah, Or I I at least know I need it. Right. Okay, I probably love it. (sighs) I make tea every morning, so it steeps for six minutes. Mm -hmm. I put my water on to boil, and I do my dishes. I When the water boils and I steep it for six minutes, I pray out loud for those six minutes. Mm -hmm. So that's a discipline I have. I walk up and down my hallway praying out loud for six minutes for whatever is on the front of my mind. Mm Mm-hmm. Then I get my tea and I go sit in my chair and then I'm praying in my mind or I'm journaling is usually my rhythm. When we're here at work, we pray out loud when we, I mean, we did today, something messed up today and we prayed out loud as soon as we knew it messed up and asked the Lord to intervene, you know? Yeah. But like even this morning when I was listening to Lectio 365, they're reading something and it says at the very end, it says, and now something, something, the Lord who loves me says, and I, and whenever they say, I always say it with them, the Lord who loves me said, and I said, and I think I said out loud, I love you too, or uh-huh. something like that. Like uh-huh. I, re- I responded in mm. quote prayer, or I said, I know you love me, or I, I responded verbally yeah. when the Lectio 365 app read that to me. And when they were reading Psalm 34 out loud, I said, yes, yes, that's exactly right. That's how I feel too, God. And I've been in Psalm 51 a lot because my sin is ever before me. And and so I I just have been reading those verses out loud and being like, oh, that is how I feel, God. So so it's all of those. Right. But I'm not in an easy prayer season either because, I, I mean, Kevin and I talked about it today of in this show of there's... I've watched someone else get everything that we prayed for and me get none of the things we prayed for as I understood what I wanted. Right. I recognize that all the things that blah, blah, blah. I recognize that God has better all that stuff. Still, the things we were asking for directly, she got and I did not. Yeah. And I have had, I mean, it has been a wrestle fest about that. Yeah. So Um, I also think my journal dudded out on me today, by the way. I've got probably 20 pages left and I think it's a dud. I think it's done. Okay. I haven't written well in it in three days. Okay. And so I'm like, okay, it's a dud. It's done. It's done yeah. out. I, everything I can do in this journal has been done. Yeah. Every time I start again, 
I don't write a lot of words. I need a new journal. So it's interesting to me that you call that a dud. No, no, no. The first, everything that's in there is great so far. It dudded it's out just, now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You're just, it, you. Are, it's clear to it you expired. that it's all done. Yes. This all one done. expired. Okay. Yes. Even though there's 15 pages left. I just want Our, people to hear me say, I'm letting it go. Yeah. Our friends can't see me making the sign language sign for all done, but I yeah. am. Because <laughs> um, I'm also thinking as I look back at Leslie's question, just to make sure we actually hit it, um, thinking through different. Like to make sure you actually said something that helped you. No, Amy. I'm not an interviewer, you know, so <laughs> I'm just double checking myself that I'm thinking about different seasons. And I am thinking about there was a season of my life where I was a mom to little, little bitties yeah. and prayer looked like anytime I was in the car. I would ah. talk out loud to God because the yeah. baby couldn't talk yet. Yes. And up in the middle of the night nursing or yeah. changing diapers. And then not maybe not really all that frequently otherwise. Yeah. Because. Out on walks, like when you would push the strollers? Oh, so so I was a full-time working mom. <laughs> That's right. So I didn't, I didn't have those types of, when that type of time. margin in my yes. day. Yes. So. That's good for people nope. to hear. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I love walking when it's hot. Oh. And so I'm a hot, everybody knows how I feel You about are snow. a crazy person, but great yes, for yes. you. Great for you. So we're walking into the season where mm-hmm. I will do some stomping around the rich neighborhood next to yep. my house and pray outside. But, uh, you know, the season that, like when I was in college, I, I mean, pages and pages and pages of journals a day yeah, yeah. were prayers. Man, we, when I worked for our campus ministry, we had to, one of, part of being on staff was praying an hour mm-hmm. a day in the prayer room. I fell asleep every dang day. Every day, no fail. And the Lord was the kindest about it. Like the Lord still, I didn't sleep for the whole hour, but I was like, every day I fell asleep part of that. (laughs) So our last question is from Carly and it says, if God is all knowing and already has a plan of what is to happen in our lives, what is the point of praying? If someone is sick and is going to die, why pray for healing? If something bad is already planned to happen, are our prayers going to prevent it from happening? Read me the first question again. If God is all-knowing and already has a plan of what is to happen in our lives, what is the point of praying? Well, I think for starters, uh, all of our friends and teachers who have been with us in these two shows have told us that prayer is about connection. Mm -hmm. It's about relationship. It's about expressing what you need and what you want. And it's about aligning your heart Mm -hmm. with God's will. Mm -hmm. And that is why we encourage so much praying the Lord's Prayer Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, you also know how I feel about this question. I do, yeah. (laughs) I believe prayer changes the heart of God at times. Uh, Oh, I think all the time our prayer moves God's heart. I think sometimes our prayer moves God's hand. Mm -hmm. I think scripture, I have scripture backing for that. I don't think, I mean, when the king who didn't want to die and God gave him 15 more years, I mean, there is, I am not making this up out of nowhere. There is scriptural backing for God changing his mind. I mean, Jesus tells two stories that I like get so lit up about this. Jesus tells two stories very clearly about where he says, I am going to tell you this parable so that you pray and you don't give up. up. And one is the persistent widow, and she keeps going to the judge until the judge changes his mind. The other is a man who goes and knocks on his neighbor's door in the middle of the night because he needs something for the people that are staying with him. And the neighbor won't get out of bed and won't get out of bed and won't get out of bed. And the guy keeps knocking, and the neighbor changes his mind and gets Mm -hmm. out of bed. I think Jesus wants us to pay attention to that. And so I I don't know. Lord, I do not know why things happen the way they do. I don't understand how God answers. 
I go into every 911 prayer for healing, for change, expecting God to listen and consider me Mm. and consider what I'm asking for. Now, I'm also listening to Pete Gregg's book, called God on Mute. Uh-huh. In fact, I'm on chapter eight. And the and the whole thing is about why God doesn't answer prayers. Mm. And chapter eight is called God's World. And one of the things he's talking about is what does God do on a day where a bride prays for no rain and a farmer prays for rain? He can't answer yes to both of those people. Right. Right. And like, and how God has set up the world that he doesn't intervene but because of what he set up, there are times that he lets the weather be the weather. Right. And so it, so sometimes he doesn't answer our prayers because he doesn't intervene on certain things because he can't answer everyone's prayer. If I'm praying to marry that guy and she's praying to marry that guy, only one of us is going to get to marry him. Right. In the religion we, we subscribe to. <laughs> <laughs> and so... And so I don't know how or why God answers the way he does. I will spend my life approaching prayer like what I say to God may affect him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you think? I don't know that I approach prayer with quite the like tenacious faith that you do. I'm a lot more... Um, I'm a, I'm a lot more prone to accept the natural order of things or the brokenness of things. Uh-huh. I probably give up too soon. Just in all honesty, I also expect prayer to change me much more often than I expect prayer to change God's mind. Mm. I expect that as I talk to him and as I hear from him, it's going to be that that molding mm-hmm. thing that I've that he's done to me and for me my whole life where yeah. it's like okay I I, I kind of hear him like like the sweet kind of smiling shaking his head like okay I hear you yes and I know why you feel that way yes and I know what's best yes so I'm gonna give you what's best I think we even might though. be the spectrum which is really important where sure. you pray and expect God to change you and are and are available to God changing the situation yeah. I pray and expect God to change the situation and I'm available for him to change me. <laughs> I love it. And everyone listening probably falls somewhere on this spectrum. Sure. And I think that's I think that's beautiful. Yeah. I think that because I am available. I, I mean, I am I try to end with but not my will yours. Right. You know, and right. all things I try to end with that. But I do I do expect him and I to, I, I do expect him and, well, you know, the like message version of the parable of the talents. Mm-hmm. In the end, the guy who has done right by the talents, what God says is, um, from now on, I want you to be my partner. Mm. And so I just think the longer we pray and the longer we're in relationship with God, the more his sovereignty always wins. But, but our involvement is important. Yeah. And so I'm always like, so I've got this idea, and I don't know what you think, but here's what I'd like to see happen, and you let's talk about it, right? And I don't know. I may be off on that. It's uh, the same as you and me and Beth picturing such totally different things when we pray. I love it. I love and it. It's, why, it's also why I ask you to pray for stuff for me, because I need to borrow from your faith sometimes. That I, I, Well, it's also why I need you to pray for me, too, <laughs> <laughs> to be okay when things don't change, because... I get brokenhearted really easily Mm. when things don't change. Yeah. So, okay. Thank you for asking those. Thank you, friends, for all your questions. Here's how we're going to end today's show as we did with episode one. I'm going to pray for us. And then Carlos has prayed for us as well. So 
if you will get yourself in a comfortable spot, in a spot where you can receive, if you will pull over your car, stop the treadmill for just a second, or stop us until you're done on the treadmill, <laughs> if you're trying to hit a time, hang on in the grocery store until you get back in the car. Like, I just want you to be where you can receive from Carlos and from God as we both pray for you now. So, Lord... Um, Thanks for Ashley and for her thoughts on all this. Thank you for Beth and Carlos and Pastor Kevin. Thanks for Johnny and Jenna making these shows possible. God, these two episodes have meant a ton to me. Thank you for our friends who've asked all these questions. God, you know our heart. Our heart is that our friends listening would experience you in their prayer lives, wherever they are on the spectrum between me and Ashley, <laughs> as we tend to be on the two ends of this, God. We... um. We believe, here's what we overarchingly believe, that you are who you say you are and that you will do what you say you'll do and that Jesus taught us how to pray. And, And so even right now, God, we will just pray that. We will pray the way Jesus taught us to pray from Matthew 6. This is in the NIV. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. Lord, let us be people who forgive Mm -hmm. and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Yeah, Lord, that's what we asked for. So would you do that in our lives? Would you teach us how to pray? It's what the disciples asked. And so we're asking to teach us how to pray, teach us how to pray. And would we have eyes to see you answer? I believe you're answering all the time. I just want to have eyes to see it and to see what your kingdom coming and your will being done is not my will. And so God, we also mirror what Jesus said of not our wills, but yours be done. That's what we want the most, God. So Thank you. Thank you. Thank you that you've even given us a way to talk to you. Oh my gosh. I mean, we're the only, we are the only people with a living God and we are just so thankful. We're so thankful. And, and so thank you for prayer and teach us how to pray. Help us to be people whose prayers are effective. Let us run from sin and run towards you, God. Um, Yeah. We love you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Holy Spirit, we are grateful that you are here wherever it is, here is. Um, Wherever we are listening to this or even in this room, we're grateful um, that Ash, Annie, and I rock it roll in your presence. And um, I ask very specific, I'm just going to be very specific in asking that you be very clear today. Be very clear. Be, be like a, magically, somebody used that word today, um, supernaturally clear to questions that the listeners may have had, prayers maybe that they have asked decades ago, weeks ago, whatever it was. Will you be clear in answering something today? Holy Spirit, I, I'm not scared to ask that you do that. Will you open our eyes to see um to slow down enough, to lower the volume of life enough to be able to actually hear when you answer. And so I I just ask that uh, today be a day when somebody that is listening to this begins to pray in a way where literally earth is going to quake and shake underneath their feet because the power 
of God and the power of your presence is going to not only flood their lives, but flood their home, flood their environments, flood their relationships. And may today be that supernatural day where things begin to shift. Oh, Holy Spirit, will you just show us, guide us to exactly what it is we must pray uh, today. And will you be clear? For it is by the blood of the cross, the power of the resurrection, and the authority that you've given us in your ascension that we pray these things. Amen. Oh, friends, gracious, what a gift Carlos is. What a gift this whole Q&A week has been. Thank y'all again for your questions. I just can't tell you what it means to me when y'all are willing, with your name attached or not, to ask what you're really feeling. And our hope is that these shows and this whole month of shows have really helped you. They have helped me. So, hey, be sure to follow Beth Moore, Kevin Queen, and Carlos Whitaker on social media. Tell them thanks so much for being on these shows and answering our questions. And listen, this is the first time we've ever done a month-long series like this. And so we'd love to hear, I mean, genuinely, we just want to hear what this has meant to you and any improvements we can make. So there is a really short survey we would love for you to fill out. I just want to know that we're making stuff that matters to y'all and that this is the direction you were hoping we'd go when you asked us to talk about prayer in the Epiphany episode in January. And you filled out a survey then, and this is what y'all want to talk about. So genuinely, I just want to make sure it's what you wanted. We want to know how to make it better. We want to know your favorite part. So the link is in the show notes below, and we're just going to use your responses to help us shape any future series like this. So it would just mean a lot if y'all take like four minutes and do that so that we can know where we can be better, what mattered most to you, and anything you want us to know at the end of this whole series on prayer. Hey, and don't forget, AnnieFDowns.com slash prayer has a list of books, a list of movies, a list of sermons, a list of songs, a list of all the other resources that you have told us about, that our guests have told us about, that we've collected up all around prayer. So head over to AnnieFDowns.com slash prayer if that will be helpful to you. Also on our Spotify account, I'll link to that here in the show notes too. There are tons of playlists we've built. If you want to listen to all the Q&A episodes, they are all there together from Q&A with Santa Claus to singleness to a Q&A about indigenous people groups and the gospels. And so they're all there together. We got a lot of playlist over there we've built for you if you want to listen through a list of podcasts. If you need anything else from me, you guys know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today, friends. And that is it for us in this TSF prayer series. Thank you so much for helping us shape it, friends. I, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on it and, and do it again. We would love to keep doing these kinds of series. So y'all go out or stay home, do something that sounds fun to you. I'll do the same today. What sounds fun to me is John Acuff is arriving at our office in 10 minutes to talk about his book, Soundtracks with our team, since we just finished reading it. If you have not gotten that book, I highly, highly recommend it. It is really shaped not only what we think in the office, but how we talk about what we think in the office and how I talk about what I think in my life. So I'm really grateful for it. Y'all have a great weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday. Get ready for this. Walker Hayes, Mr. Fancy Like, is in the studio with his best friend and co-author, Craig Cooper. Y'all are going to love this conversation. We'll see you guys on Monday. Have a great weekend.